You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Yeah, what up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. It's your boy, Al Mega. Uh, today, I have an amazing guest. I mean, this young young individual has already done uh, so much. He's an entrepreneur. He's a product manager. He's an innovation-focused strategist, and he is the founder and CEO of Momento NFT. Let's talk to this young man and see what's popping off in this world of NFTs and start learning today, folks. Let me introduce Julian Rodriguez. How you doing, kiddo? <laughs> hey, I'm good, good. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me, man. This is great. You know, thank you for coming on. I definitely want to talk about what you're doing over here because um, uh, I've been I've been reading about you. I see that you 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 got into the Bitcoin early on. You know, uh, in the twenty back in 2013. You know, work, working with the big shots and and you know and right now you have this company that's trying to help you know content creators even connect building those webs. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I guess so. I want I want to get into what inspired all that. You know, but before we even get right into that, talk about where you're from, where you grew up at, you know, and, and then what led, you know, what inspired you from there? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I could start off. Uh, so my background, my parents are, are Dominican. Uh, so they're both Dominican immigrants. Um, I actually was born in Long Island and ended up moving into the Bronx when I was 12. Okay. So I got what a part of the Bronx. To, so right on Fordham, right on Fordham. Okay. Uh, so I was actually in what? Used to be uh, Little Italy in the Bronx, Arthur Avenue, 187. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All so right. right before the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I got a chance to see sort of what the suburbs were like, right? And then, of course, you know, right before, you know, hit my puberty years in the city. And so I got to the Bronx in about 98. And, um, I mean, it was still like late nineties. Bronx was, was was pretty. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a nineties uh, child, do you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I had some family members that lived in the city, um, so it wasn't like too much of a, a of a you know out of left field. Um, but I, I think it was I think it was a good opportunity, right? Like I was I was I was in the city. It's just a lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of perspective, right? Like you don't really. You're not in this kind of bubble, and um, yeah, man, I, I think that 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 came together really, you know, for the the the, the story of who I am. All right, excellent, excellent. So uh, that's who you are. But then, now, what led you to all getting involved into this technology and Bitcoin revolution and all that? Why did you start even learning about that? I mean, what's that background from? Did you go to you know college for this stuff, or is this something you ran into? Yeah, no. So I was always into technology, right? I think, I, I, you know, I used to play video games. So I'm an only child, right? Okay. So I guess my mom. I was spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so my mom, so I guess I wouldn't be out, you know, with older kids. And I got you. I got you. Right, right, right. So she was into, she or at least she was okay with me, you know, with a computer, playing video games, things like that. Gotcha. And um, yeah, man, I think, you know, she got a Sears credit card and she decided to buy me a computer. Oh. So that Sears right there on a four on Fordham Road, actually. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I think from that point on, I kind of just 
it was natural for me to engage with computers or like, you know, because a video game console is a computer, right? Would you use it yeah, to, right. play, to play games, right? So I think it was just it was just really natural. And I didn't really notice how how little exposure other people have to technology until college, right? So um, I decided to go to Fordham, which is a business school right there in the Bronx also, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like my whole world, right? And um, yeah, I mean, even there, there were, there were kids that came from Pennsylvania, from Connecticut, Rhode Island, and they weren't into technology or computers either. So it was okay. kind of weird. So I began to notice, okay, well, I got something special, right? There's something different about me or the, or, or the way that I, I see the world. Yeah. And to be honest, man, it wasn't until um, the Facebook movie came out, okay, uh, right, that I saw yeah. what this guy Mark was doing. You know, Mark is from New York. He's from Dallas Ferry, right on the on the yeah. North. And um, I just said, "Wow, you know, I, I want to do that." Like, you know, they they made it seem so cool in the movie, right? Yeah. The way the whole story yeah. and everything. So I was like, "Man, I want to do that," you know. And uh, I had a couple friends that went to like city uh, city college, um, and you know, we're doing computer science, and they were working at startups, and they loved what they did. They looked like they were having a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, I was hearing horror stories in finance of like, you know, working 10, 12, you know, hours a day. So <laughs> you're like, oh God, no. Right. So yeah, I, you know, I got lucky in 2013. I ended up working with uh, Vitalik Buterin at the Bitcoin magazine. Oh my God. That's yeah. Crazy. And wow. um, he was a sophomore in college. I was a, I was a senior. Holy and um, yeah, man, I mean, it just, you know, he, at the time he was writing about 80% of all the articles by himself. And uh, I would edit and review some of his stuff, but more specifically, I was focused on the physical distribution of the magazine in New York City. Yeah. New York City was like the biggest thing really for crypto in the US, way bigger than San Francisco, Silicon Valley. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, New York City was ground zero. And I think it was just that idea, right? Like, I mean, you wanted like the most diverse, most populated place in the new world is New York City. So it was kind of a no brainer. And then, uh, and then of course, Ground Zero for the Financial Center, right? Okay. So uh, we ended up putting up a, a physical location uh, on Wall Street, uh, the, the the Bitcoin Center, uh, okay. with a couple of other people. And so, yeah, man, I was there. That was my. That was wow, my you were there. You yeah. were at Ground Zero for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. So, how long did you work? You know, work work with them, and and, and what type of thing? What what else you progress from there? Because you know, you, you just landed on this, huh? Like, you just happened. Yeah. How did so, you even get the job? Did you just answer an an ad? like, yo, no, just... <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, right? Like, because if you think about it, they were just a group of of kid, of other kids like me, right? Yeah. And um, dude, they just I was just looking up for information in Bitcoin. And okay. all of the articles seemed to come from this one group, the Bitcoin yeah. magazine. So I was okay. like, yo, that's it. These guys are the authority. You know, because before then, we only used to talk on this one, uh, like, forum. Like, it's okay. a BB board forum, like the old oh, school, wow. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, wow. nobody ran that. So it was just, like, up. And so the magazine was, like, the one central point. So I sent an email, and I was like, hey, look, man. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. We can give you guys SEO services. And that's because yeah. my, my boy uh, had just got a job at an SEO startup in the city. Okay, nice. And so I was just like, okay, I'll do this with Nelson, who, by the way, today is our CMO. 
Oh, word. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Rising together, brother. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, so he's born and raised in the Bronx, actually. As awesome. Well. Uh, New York yeah. represent, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so, you know, I, I guess they just liked sort of the passion and like the way I was, you know, I wasn't going to take no for an answer. And yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah, your friend was sending an email like, yo, I could, could do this for you. What's up? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's and bold, so, but that's what you got to do. And so as far as Vitalik was concerned, it was just like, okay, sure. You know, like it wasn't like, it was <laughs> nothing like, you know, like don't, it was actually like, man, how can we hurry up and get a hold of this guy? Yeah. You know, and, you know, they were distributed at the time. Think about it, 2013. I think at the time Vitalik was in Canada. Uh, Elizabeth was like in DC, Mihai was in Romania or Spain, oh, wow. back between Romania and Spain, I had a couple of people in London. So like we were doing this remote thing on day one, we would communicate through Skype back then. <laughs> and um, uh, Skype sucked back then really bad. So. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm over here just sending off emails, emails, emails. And, um, you know, before I know it, there's like, 20 boxes of magazines show up at my at my door and oh, it's like damn. you know so, <laughs> yeah, so, so at the time i was also one of the first asic miners in like the whole world in the so, whole world in the whole world yeah 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 so asics are application specific integrated circuits okay so these are chips that they made just to mine bitcoin they don't do anything uh. else. like they they literally can't do anything else Okay. Um, but you know, the process is expensive. You've got to get a foundry to like make the chip, design the chip and fabricate it for you. But yeah. luckily this kid from, from New York, NYU, uh, kid, uh, Yifu, um, he's from, he's from Brooklyn, I believe. Hey. Um, <laughs> he just happened to know someone at TM, TMSC, like the foundry in Taiwan at that time. What? And uh, they were the only ones willing to make this stuff for him. And he had to um, he had to pre-sell like 400k to get their attention. Whoa! Yeah, and so I was one of the I was one of the people I gave you for two thousand uh, dollars for one machine. Yeah. And um, that machine in a 24-hour period would make 2.2 bitcoins. Oh, ooh, so, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ran it for a couple months, you know, and um, so I was just in the community, like you know, I was I felt like. I was just in this different world, this whole different economy. You know, I didn't have to deal with wow. or anyone else. We would figure it out ourselves, right? Like we're, we're just all young people. Who I guess thought we were smart. And if someone needed a service, we'd just, we'd just reach out, right? Like we'll, we'll figure it out. That's uh, insane. And I think that's how a lot of people felt, right? Like, remember again, this, this was, this was in the time of like 2011 was like the Occupy Wall Street, right? Yeah. So, People were really, especially young people, right? Like they, they, they felt like they, they wanted to create, or we wanted to create a decentralized self-governed economic system outside mm -hmm. of the Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan's, right? Yeah. Um, Understood. So yeah, that, that was what it was really originally about. Then at the, you know, at the Bitcoin center, what I could tell is that the speculators were starting to come in, right? People wanted to get rich quick and stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, I mean, there's a space for them. I just... I didn't imagine they were going to be the majority. <laughs> you know, you, you could see that going that in, in that direction. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 2014 rolled around, and Vitalik wrote up the white paper for uh, Ethereum, 
okay. we, we release it as we release it as a six page spread in the magazine and um yeah i mean that, that, you know oh, the rest is uh history right you know whoa wow wow salute to you that's amazing yo so um all right so talk talk exactly how can people get into what how, how do, uh, like a crypto and nft if you operate because that's a lot of things that i know a lot of people in the community always ask especially specifically because they're a lot of art related stuff so can you explain a little bit about that yeah so nfts really just mean non-fungible tokens and fungibility is just an economic term that means it defines whether something can be exchanged at a loss or not right so if i give you a dollar and you give it back to me right there was nothing lost or or let's say you just asked me for a dollar i'd give you one right each one dollar is worth one dollar right okay. so it's fungible in that way that you're not attached right to that do specific dollar bill that you have you'll take my yeah dollar, right gotcha. most of the things in the real world are non-fungible right so your couch might be very specific to you your dog for example yeah there's probably you know if you have a golden retriever there's millions of golden retrievers but there's no your golden retriever yeah. right so replacing it you'd incur some sort of a loss even if they give you another golden retriever okay. right so that's the idea with digital items now we're trying to make them non-fungible right okay. to, to 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 mimic the real world the way that our brains are used to handling items right assigning value uh, yes. so that's like the first step in assigning value in like a new world is making things assigning value and making them non-fungible um so that's all it was right like the white paper for that came out in 2014 was an italian researcher who just mentioned that word one time and <laughs> was like you know hey we can start marking things on the blockchain right okay. as as non-fungible tokens okay so the general concept to make it you know it actually wasn't even uh pictures at first the first major project was, uh, I would say, CryptoKitties, which was kind of like a game uh, that allowed you to like pair and mate different kittens and collect different kittens and stuff like that. There was <laughs> okay. a big buzz around it. It was kind of like Pokemon, but yeah. cats. You gotcha. Know? Kitty mod. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it really blew up. People really got into it. It blew up. And out of that, that's where Dapper Labs came out of. And Dapper Labs today is like, huge in the space they made nba top shot and they do all these other projects yeah. so they learned from that crypto kitty process that was in about 2016. uh and then i think that there were just a lot of other copycats around right i mean uh it became much easier just to do sort of avatar like pictures so crypto punks came out just like pix pixelated avatar and then yeah. of course today there's uh board eight yacht club I mean, yeah. they, they just took over, right? And they're probably <laughs> going to keep doing more things because they raised a ton of money. They've got a lot of, you know, momentum behind them. So, uh, and then there's other copycats, right? Like people have tried to copy to make these sort of profile pictures, you know, shoulder up profile pictures. Yeah. Um, again, from my perspective, they're just proving the, the use case for a non-fungible token. But yeah. non-fungible tokens are going to be just way, way more like, the big brands, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Gucci, right? They're thinking about this as the future of membership. Right? Uh -huh, so how can okay. they offer membership perks to their community? Right? How can they engage the people who already buy their products in an extra, extra step, right? Yeah. Exclusivity and whatnot. 
So that's what the brands are thinking of right now. Um, we are taking it another step further in terms of content, which is we're attaching short form video to the NFTs, oh. right? So this is right on the backs of like TikTok, right? TikTok is taking over the world, like period, yes. right? And we saw a lot of that from like Vine back in the day. So yeah, Logan days, Paul, right? right? The Paul brothers, they, they got their start on Vine actually, yeah. right? And so we know people like it. It's just, I think there was never another time where so many people had mobile phones and mobile phone connectivity. Yes. Right. So now it's there, especially like with SpaceX, you see the satellite stuff. Like, you know, Elon just did a contract with uh, T-Mobile. So literally, if you have a T-Mobile phone, I think in the next year, two years, you can be anywhere on earth and it's the same service. Uh, wonderful. I can't wait. I'm a T-Mobile customer. Right. So, like, <laughs> we just did a commercial for them. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Was. <laughs> so, so that's where things are going. And then in Japan, they're developing like 6G, 7G tech. You know, like oh, it's going to get crazy. Like We're going to be connected all the time, anywhere we are on earth, like blazing fast. Right? Amazing. So you can imagine, like, and you know, and I was talking about it a little earlier, the idea that we are creating a new world where we spend most of our time or thought or effort in is a reality. Yeah. And so we are just one of the companies sort of setting up shop in this new world. Oh man, check that out. See, so momento. So talk about, cause again, you stated it's a social media platform that helps creators, mm -hmm. right? And follows profit from digital connections. So start talking about when this baby started being born in your head and, and, and why, you know, this path so social has always been a big thing right me me and vitalik used to talk about this all the time uh and he was always uh very interested in social the thing of social was very hard especially back then where facebook was the thing right it was the only game in town yeah and so what vitalik has really wanted to do is hope that platforms step up and begin to use ethereum you know for social reasons uh, the difficulty with that is that right now, Ethereum is, uh, right, prohibitively expensive. So we can't really mine and do a lot of the, the, the things that we want to do at scale with Ethereum currently. Now, they're putting in some changes, and if those changes work, we'll probably be using it, um, Ethereum. Okay. But right now, we currently don't, um, right? But... Um, yeah, what I'm sorry, what was the what was the question? No, just talking about the birth of Momento oh, and, yeah, and yeah. the path of it. Yeah, so I think it was from those early conversations where I just always kept it top of mind. And I just you know, ideally I wanted to make something that was gonna put crypto in the pockets of every person. Okay. Right. So literally that's why it's a mobile app, it's social, right? Short form video is addictive, right? So really it was just like, okay, what would be the killer app for web three for crypto? And we feel like it's really this sort of short form TikTok for Web3 kind of concept. You know, also, also, man, I, I, you know, during that whole COVID year, 2020, you know, yeah. if you just turned on YouTube and you hear things like Gary Vee or, or, or listen to Mark Cuban, who were all over kind of NFTs early on, uh, this is what they were really, you know, this is what they were really talking about. They were talking about the creator economy and what the next step was, where yeah. this was going. Right. You know, Gary is always talking about make more content, make more content on your personal brand, develop your personal brand. Right. He's like the personal brand king. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it was, to me, it was clear that all these things came together with what we were doing. 
Uh, and if we packaged it in this way, this would probably be the best way to get uh, a market share. Uh, and it's working. So. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So how, how does that help the creator then and the followers profit from the connections? Yeah. So, so this is the first time you as a creator, uh, as a content creator will be able to own your content. Right. Okay. So, like, so I'm on your platform and like this video will be mine. It's yours. You price okay. it, you define what chain you want to mint it on. You define how many copies you want to issue. Right. Okay. And you send it out to your community. They pay you directly. Right. Um, we manage payments for you, but they're paying <laughs> you directly. Right. They, you have the right okay. to give them. Right. It, it's just super direct because what, what all of web two and, and Zuckerberg have really done is they've convinced us that social media is about views and likes. Right? Yeah. The reason they want that to be true is so that they can run ads against your attention. Yeah. Right? They have your attention. So they want to show you an ad. Right. And then because they feel like they did all this work, they did the partnership, they did the, you know, the infrastructure, the tech, blah, blah, blah. They take 99.9% of all the ain't lying. <laughs> right? so like it just what, what it turns into is now they have all the attention right and so as a creator you pretty much are just making random content all day every day and don't even know right like what is actually good what your fans actually like because now it's spreading the internet amongst the algorithms and the algorithms only care about one thing running ads Right. Yeah. So if the company needs to run more ads in Idaho to 12 year old girls this month, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> right. So gotcha. like they, you, you, you have no control over who gets who gets to see your content or appreciate it or the 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 the, the value exchange there. We're here. We're saying, hey, bring your audience directly here and share those exclusive moments with them. And you price it because Ooh. you know your fans better than anyone. Right, so you have full control over all of your content. All right, so and so is it through your smart contracts stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. So we we make it as simple as possible. We handle everything uh, um, sort of on the back end, right? Okay. So every user gets a Momento wallet, and everything happens uh, in that wallet, right? So oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, look at that. So this is a great way for everybody to learn uh, about, I guess, you know, this whole world and crypto. All right, so. We're talking about so it gives users access to sell and then okay so limited edition content Ooh, all right so but what what's the type of, of content that i could put up you said you know is it more than just the videos we do short form videos and we do do images right so you can okay. upload an image but it will be it will move a little bit right uh, okay yeah so because the, the form factor is really for short form video Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Would it ever move to tomorrow, or are you going to keep it as a short form video? Um, so that depends, right? Like nothing is set in stone. I think we're going to test this probably for the next two years, see how people relate. Awesome. Um, you know, if there's other things, right? Like, um, so the world I think is moving towards live stream more and more and more every day. Uh, yes. but so we have that integrated sort of on day one, but we might just highlight that more. Um, and then who knows, right? Like, I don't think anybody's really won the, uh, uh, I don't think anybody's really won the like metaverse sort of solution, right? Like even Facebook, right? Like they criticize them all the time because it, it looks funny. It looks weird. Uh, there's actually, you know, oh man, it's so crazy, man. Like people really, I mentioned it earlier, I play video <laughs> games, right? People really it, have been ignoring the whole video game space, like all these years. Yes. Right? 
most people have no idea. Like a lot of this stuff we've been doing and experimenting with video games since like Dreamcast. Breathe. Uh, <laughs> I love Dreamcast, my favorite system, and that was so so under respected, under appreciated. Crazy, crazy. Right? Online, we're playing people. Yes, like, right. You bro. That's actually the first one you could really go online with. And these people don't understand it. The Dreamcast, kiddos. What? Yeah. I had the Japanese edition and the American edition. I had to have the Marvel Capcom Japanese, Spawn Japanese. I had some wrestling game Japanese on that. Yeah. It looked beautiful. But see, that's a very New Yorker thing, right? <laughs> to like go and get the, like, uh, you know, I used to consume Dragon Ball Z in Japanese and stuff like that. That's yeah, a very yeah. New York thing. And so, because we have access to these other cu cultures. Yeah, we're we blessed to, to have that people, access. You know, yeah. so we can get it direct, right? We tell somebody, hey, I want the Japanese stuff. Bring it to me. They'll bring it tomorrow. You know, yeah, yeah, so no, I, I think we had a lot of insights. We had a lot of access. And, and you know, that, that that's what made the thought process uh, different, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, for us, right, like, really and i guess where i was going with the video game stuff is really if you see like what grand theft auto is doing today and by the way has been doing for like the past five years they haven't yeah. changed that game kids are playing the same game for seven years right? <laughs> they're on the same version of grand theft auto but it's just that good like yeah. that is a metaverse right like during covid my friend called me up and got me back into that game <laughs> I, I like i hadn't even really thought about it and yeah you know, because I've just been so busy and bro, I was I spent three months just playing this game every day. You know, <laughs> like we were teenagers again during lockdown and everything. That's so funny. And it is a metaverse. You can spend money, you can you can you, you pay Rockstar to buy certain items and goods, you yeah. put money onto the game, right? Uh people uh, customize their avatar all different kinds of ways. And now these kids, the Gen Z kids, they take it even a step further. This is direct automation where some of them are taking up jobs in grand theft auto like some of them act like they're police officers yeah, right. goods, like they're stopping people traffic infractions they're making music videos right so like that level of detail i think is what metaverse is going to be like and i think that that could spread to all of gen z i think they're gonna they're just so much more likely to do that um and uh you know i think i think zuckerberg's uh metaverses for us like millennials right we're yeah. kind of stuck in between don't really know which way to go uh see, like, <laughs> see not like us i was stuck in between you know pre-computer and then post-computer you know what i mean oh, x, right, right there right. Yeah, i'm yeah. x i'm x i'm right there in that fun side so, so i i like hearing this that you guys are perplexed in a, in a way different way <laughs> yeah, yeah, more yeah. technology based it's wild because i appreciate technology a lot i have i never heard it from that angle though yeah, so so it's definitely coming. And then when you look, I don't know what the what the what the babies are. I guess they're generation alpha or something. But right. those kids, <laughs> forget it. I mean, they're gonna they're probably gonna be begging for uh, Elon's brain chip, right? Like they they're gonna want to be plugged in. They don't they're not they're not going to enjoy the physical world the way we do. No, absolutely um, not, it, right? It's gonna be a nuisance for them. It's gonna be. Uh, what is that the space movie? Everybody's just wearing, you know, the same old clothes. Just walk around or get use the restroom and just go back to their room. That's it. Yeah. Everybody head down. You know, they yeah. got the hunch because of the phones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, it is it, the real real world is gonna be actually a nuisance for them. And so, 
you know, there's a big economy. I mean, right? Capitalism is about capturing as much money or capital as you can. So yeah. you know, what goods and services can we give to this new generation? What's going to be most, what are they most likely to spend money on? Right. And I think before the fifties, it was consumer products, right? Like your favorite yeah. soft drink, you know, your favorite brand of cigarettes, your maybe even your favorite car. If you have a lot of money, yeah. people don't care about things like that anymore. Right. Like, um, so it's how can we sell goods and services on in the digital world? Cause they really care about that. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I, I wish I wish I was born a little bit later. <laughs> I, I, I would have been rocking it. Oh man, even more. Yeah, I really think that's like this conversation. So, all right. So, do you have any other plans for the future, or what? what what's next for Momento? What, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right. So, we, I, I'd say we're about like fifteen percent deployed. Where the, the app is where we want it to be. So we still have a long roadmap ahead. Um, you know, we're growing, we're growing really fast, uh, and globally, I mean, we're global, like on day one, right? Like, you know, Facebook and and those companies, they weren't global until like year two or three. And they specifically went to like other English speaking countries, right? Like England, right? We have users in, uh, Indonesia, in Thailand, in Africa, right? So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a total new world right and uh, the buzz around crypto every year and a half when the when the buzz peaks more and more people come into uh the ecosystem and so again you know we are trying to be that brand that people can trust to provide those tools that make crypto easy simple and safe oh excellent so, so what type of backend security is, is, is in place for those geeks you know that are listening <laughs> yeah so uh so our cto sudesh he was at a cybersecurity company all the way to IPO uh, called Ironman. And okay. so that's his, that's his background uh, is in security, right? Um, so I think that like the, the blockchain offers a, a level of transparency, a transparency and security above sort of like, right? If we were just holding people's money in our databases, yeah. uh, which is not what we do, right? Okay. So our users keep their private keys at all times. Awesome. Okay. You hear that, folks? So, um, you know, that, that, that's part of the name of the game. We actually are aspiring to turn your phone into your hardware wallet, which is why it's a mobile app, right? So, okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Ooh, cool, cool. So that's the plan. So what, what is there ETA on, 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 on like the finally 100% product? Oh, man, I, I think the 100% product is probably five years down the line. Okay. But, you know, we'll be building and rolling out features Beautiful. We need to learn from our users, understand what the creators want, what the fans want. We will okay. be rolling out a token by the end of this year, which is really just going to allow um, fans to benefit from the growth and NFT sales of their favorite content creators. Right. Okay. So now it's not just content creators making money off the content, it's the fans that support them as well. Right. So like, Ooh. even if you didn't buy the NFT, Right, because you're supporting that creator, you benefit from all of his legacy. Right? Oh wow! So, so yeah, this is about building legacy on the internet because there's no legacy on the internet. That's the, you hear this, folks? This is way different. I'm digging it. Uh, I got I got to get this like immediately on my on my on my phone. <laughs> this video is <laughs> gonna try and learn. Don't you worry. All right, awesome. I, I appreciate it. So, um, are you guys gonna do any shows? You know, do like presentations anywhere uh, so on the product? 
Yeah, we do. We do about two shows a year for sure, which is uh, um, uh, well, this side <laughs> NFTLA. Okay. Um, and we do VidCon. So both of those are kind of the West Coast, but we've got a we we have an event coming up, our own event. It'll be in New York. Uh, we're calling it Creator East. So stay, stay tuned for that. That's going to be uh, probably Q2 of next year. Um, okay. And you, you're definitely invited, man. You should be there. We'll love to see oh, you. Oh, man. I, I don't I'll dress up in my comic crusader suit. It'll be a wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. I would love to connect with other, other, other individuals and learn even more. Absolutely. This has been a great conversation. Thank you, brother. Appreciate your time. So just want to make sure to remind everybody before you go that this is where they need to follow um, Julian. On LinkedIn, you go to Jay Rodriguez NYC. Check out everything he's doing. All right, please check out also the website, right? And get download them apps. It has links to the apps there and everything, right? For yeah, them to yeah. Get it. Please, yeah, please download the app, join the Discord, you know, let us know what you think and yeah, play around. And you know, you can apply to be a creator, we'll make you a creator and start making NFTs. And just to make sure the, the app is available on both types of phone, Android and Apple, right? Android and Apple, yep. Yeah, that's right. You heard, folks. There's no excuse. No excuse. You got one or the other, right? You better get it done. And before we go, what do you actually do on the Discord? And what, you know, how, how can the community get involved? Yeah, so the Discord is just, right, like if you have any questions about the project, you want to sort of figure out our roadmap. If you want to talk to us as a team, our team is in there every day. Right? It's not just like an admin. Like if you say something, I'll see it. And I'll respond, yeah. right? Um, and then of course we will be dropping, uh, so we run, we run giveaways and uh, other promotional things related to some, some drops, right? So you'll cool. just have all the information there, but then we also will be airdropping our token, um, to our community, right? So all of our users, uh, and so the first place to really know what's going on is going to be the Discord. Okay. You, you heard, you better join this, this going to get in on the watch chain when it's going to drop. You heard it's doing good <laughs> stuff, people. That gossip, you heard? Yeah. Get it done. Then go to the website, Momento NFT. All right? Get it done. This is, I'm telling you, this is the future. He's telling you, our guy's been listening. He's preaching. He was preaching. This, <laughs> this is NFT church over here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Thank you so much, Julian, for your time. I really do appreciate it. All right? I'm All these links are live below as well, folks. So, you know, click away, join up. Again, bro, thank you for what you do, man. Thank you for being an inspiration. Well, that's what you're doing, bro. Uh, I'm like, uh, I'm very here inspired. Like, wow, look at what you've done and what you're doing now. I hope the creators also, you know, learn, you know, about this whole space and, you know, and get involved. That's awesome of you, bro. Thank you very much from, from, uh, from a creator <laughs> uh, awesome. to you, bro, for awesome, doing man. that. I'm definitely going to try and join up on this bad boy. All right. And folks, you know, as you, you know, after you sign up, go visit the website, comiccreators.com. And also, my extended family over at undercovercapes.com. You know where it is, all right? Con mucho cariño. Later, my brothers. Huepa! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit comiccrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at undercovercapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 